to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. What's on your mind, mind reader? When you were speaking to Sam's delegates earlier, he murmured, I was giving a play-by-play for Carlisle and Esme and the rest. They were concerned. Look, we're not dropping our guard. You don't have to believe Sam like we do. We're keeping our eyes open regardless. No, no, Jacob, not about that. We trust your judgment. Rather, Esme was troubled by the hardships this is putting your pack through. She asked me to speak to you privately about it. That took me off guard. Hardships? The homeless part, particularly. She's very upset that you are also... bereft. I snorted. Vampire mother hen. Bizarre. We're tough. Tell her not to worry. She'd still like to do what she can. I got the impression that Leah prefers not to eat in her wolf form. And, I demanded, Well, we do have normal human food here, Jacob. Keeping up appearances and, of course, for Bella. Leah is welcome to anything she'd like. All of you are. I'll pass that along. Leah hates us. So? So try to pass it along in such a way as to make her considerate, if you don't mind. I'll do what I can. And then there's the matter of clothes. I glanced down at the ones I was wearing. Oh yeah, thanks. It probably wouldn't be good manners to mention how bad they reeked. He smiled just a little. Well, we're easily able to help out with any needs there. Alice rarely allows us to wear the same thing twice. We've got piles of brand new clothes that are destined for goodwill, and I'd imagine that Leah is fairly close to Esme's size. Hi, Emily. Oh, hi. <laughs> Uh, I have some good news. I love good news. Two new patrons. <gasps> Two. Yes. Double the good news. I agree. Uh, I would like to welcome and say hello to Mira from Germany. And Katie from Michigan. Thanks, guys. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, everybody. Hi, everyone. My name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. Mm-hmm. Twilight's our home. It really is. 
<laughs> on this week's episode of Remember Twilight, we are covering Breaking Dawn Chapter 14. It is called, You Know Things Are Bad When You Feel Guilty for Being Rude to a Vampire. Oh, Jacob. <laughs> they're just, they're such titles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is just Jacob being Jacob. So, whatever. <laughs> Um, what happened last week? All I remember is that we got the us pack and the them pack. <laughs> oh, yeah. And part of the them pack came and we're like, come back to us, you guys. We're going to guilt you in any way we can. And the us pack was like, get out of here. We don't want to hear your blah, blah, blah. I do remember now. Also, Bella drank human blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's making her feel a lot better. Yep. Okay. So Jacob has now gone back to the Coens to tell them about this meetup that they had and that everything's okay. So he goes over and he's like, it's all good. While he's at the house, he notices that someone left something on the porch. So he goes over and he looks at it and it's a bunch of clothes. And he's like, maybe Edward felt that I was getting annoyed that I ruined my last pair of jorts um <laughs> but even so I'm gonna take them over to a tree to make sure they're not girls clothes and that Rosalie's tricking me okay all right so he goes that was nice and weird what does it say about Jake's life experience when someone giving you clothes when you're literally naked and homeless seems weird like, I think I think it's not so much about the act as the who did it. Is that it, it's, it's that like why is a vampire being nice to me? So he just still doesn't understand, even after a good year of his life of being treated with nothing but respect and love by these people, and seeing his best friend become a part of their family, he still wants to fight and think that they're just evil. He wants to really believe that like Esme Colin is evil who married Carlisle Colin who he's obviously is his dad. <laughs> right? I like the, that is weird but it uh, it speaks to me that something's happening in Jacob's life that he can't trust anyone. He has no trust. So here he is naked, homeless. Somebody's offering him clothes. It might have been Bella. It might have been Bella who said, "Will you please go like leave a pile of clothes for him on the porch?" Yeah. And he can't accept it because it's weird. That's which, weird. like, okay, I get it that it is a vampire thing, which would feel weird and yucky. Like, his instincts are telling him to run away. And they're giving him something which might feel like maybe they're tricking him. And he does think that Rosalie is tricking him. But I just feel like there's something deeper in there. I don't want to feel bad for Jacob because I'm mad at him still. But he's been hurt. <laughs> he hasn't been treated very well. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So he's looking through these clothes as a person. And he lays them all out and he's like, these things stink. So he's smacking them against the tree. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, not a dress. But then us, the reader is like, there is something familiar about this combo. <laughs> he 100% has um, Edward's Meadow outfit. It's close. <laughs> it's really it's close. It's really close. It's not jeans. The pants are tan. <laughs> but I think we just want to incorporate the... The tan from the sweater into the overall look, lasting look. So you got to swap <laughs> it out for the pants. And then there's also a white button down shirt. I wrote sleeveless question mark <laughs> until I read like two sentence, sentences more. Sleeves. He has to roll the sleeves mm -hmm. up. I really, really love it. I love that he's 
He's dressing like a colon, man. Yes. Feels really good. <laughs> Feels like you deserve it, Jacob Black. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wouldn't they? They have jeans. Couldn't yeah. they just make him a few pairs of shor- Some shorts? shorts? <laughs> yeah, they definitely could have. Okay. Certainly. Jacob feels good that he has these clothes. He does mention how it is annoying that he can't just pop back home and get more sweatpants whenever he needs. I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> it just makes to me Billy mad. Black. Yes. Yeah. To the tribe, to the chief, to be like, excuse me? Like he's homeless now? He can't come back? It, it bothers me immensely. Like to my core, I hate it. Yeah. So he's changed and now he's going to go into the house. He's like, should I knock to go in? No, I'll just walk in. And the room is different yet again. It's been 20 minutes, but now they have the (laughs) TV out and on. Esme has unlifted the metal doors from the back so you can see out the back windows again. I wrote, they're watching Twilight. Yeah. (laughs) Some chick flick. (laughs) And then Alice, Jasper, and Emmett are nowhere to be seen, but he can hear them upstairs. Bella is on the couch. She is down to just one tube in her... (laughs) (laughs) and they have wrapped her up like a burrito um so rosalie is sitting on the ground edward is at the end of the couch with her feet in his lap why did i explain all that it doesn't really matter it's okay i i was actually like so what jacob is telling me is that she wasn't in a blanket earlier yeah (laughs) she's just laying there in like a too big sweatshirt and ratty sweatpants freezing yeah so pretty much edward smiles at him when he comes in which alerts bella that he's there and she is super excited to see him and then he's like why is she being happy to see me that's something that only romantic partners are and she has made it perfectly clear right i know i've interrupted you 25 times in the first page but look someone's smiling at you doesn't mean they want you it's called friendship um so he's really pissed off that she's so excited that he's there and it'd be so much easier if she would just not want him around and then he would be able to stay around you could stay just gone stop coming over yeah if you want <laughs> it's really done anyway so jacob's like hey they just wanted to talk like it's no big deal no one's attacking and edward's like yeah i know i could hear and jacob's like what (laughs) you could hear me that far away (laughs) oh no what else has he heard (laughs) but edward tells him that it's becoming more clear because he's getting more familiar with jacob plus he was in his human form which also helps so jacob's like well okay good (laughs) i didn't want to tell you anyway (laughs) and then bella's like you should get some sleep but it looks like you're about to pass out so i'll save my breath And then Jacob's like, wow, she looks so much better and I can smell the blood. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jacob has the thought, if they run out of blood here, are they just going to bring in one of the neighbors next? My eyes now just belong in the top. See, he does think they're evil. He does. He thinks they're evil. It's so stupid. My eyes are stuck. They're stuck in the top of my head. Mm -hmm. So Jacob goes to leave and Rosalie's like, where's the flood? And good one, Rose. <laughs> we get a lot of these really dumb blonde jokes from yeah. Jacob during this chapter. Mm-hmm. They're really dumb. And I want to put in a huge reminder to everyone listening, everyone at the Colin house, everyone who lives in the push. Rosalie is smarter than every single person there combined. She's yeah. smarter than Carlisle and Edward. She's the smartest one there. Yep. So shut up. Jacob. Rosalie is not impressed by his jokes, so he just walks outside and he's going to go sleep far enough away that he doesn't smell the vampire smell. 
anymore. So Jacob walks outside and we hear Bella go, where are you going? And Edward's like, I need to say something to him. And she's like, it can wait. And Edward's like, I'll be right back. So he follows Jacob outside. And Jacob's like, what do you want from me now? (laughs) And Edward's like, I'm sorry, but I need to talk to you about something. Um, When you were talking to Sam's delegates earlier, (laughs) I was telling everyone what was happening. And they're concerned. And Jacob's like, it's fine. We're not going to actually think that they're not going to attack. Like, we'll keep doing the same thing we're doing. And Edward's like, it's not about that. It was about the homeless part. And that made... Esme really sad and so she wanted me to talk to you about it and Jacob's like what I don't I don't get it it's so weird does he he's just been so like conditioned to think that too bad that he's not even gonna fight to be like this is my house I'm still a child yeah everything is bad all of it (laughs) Uh, so Edward tells Jacob that she's really concerned about the homeless part and Jacob's like it's fine we're fine and Edward's like, well, Esme still wants to help. We do have normal food here because we have to keep up our appearances and feed Bella. What? Yeah. What? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Are we? <laughs> I'm fine with that. But are you telling me that they make a grocery trip once a week to just have food in their house? I'm curious about who does the grocery shopping because it's not Esme. We've already learned she stays in the house and everyone just brings her whatever she wants. Does Carlisle go by after a shift and buy a loaf of bread? Does he go and buy food? I don't know. And then just and drop then what it do off you do with at it? the pantry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But still, but they bring they it have home it and then go donate it later <laughs> before the, it expires. <laughs> I love these people. They're so weird. They're like, we already have the, they go and buy some chicken feed. They do the dumbest things to keep up appearances. Mm-hmm. The dumbest things. Going to high school? Stop it already. Stop it 25 years ago, please. Well, I have to just always remember Alice. And has there been a time where Alice saw that they didn't go to high school and something really bad happened? <gasps> Ooh, maybe. And so they're like, let's just avoid that and we'll just do high school. And she sees them all going to high school and she's like, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then this time, oh, and she... <gasps> Oh my gosh, and that I just got chills because that leads that lends credence to my theory that she's a god and that she knew about Bella before she knew about anybody else. And so she was like, Well, I guess for some reason we have to always go to high school. And then she saw Bella. Well, Bella happens at high school. Ooh. Right? Right. So they always maybe they never go to high school again. I'm crossing my fingers so hard. This sounds awesome. <laughs> it's like in, in Harry Potter, you can blame everything on Dumbledore, but here we give credit to Alice for everything. That's true. Because <laughs> she's not doing it for her own like selfish reasons. If she was, she would have just started up a relationship with Bella. Yes. <laughs> she could have easily. Like, wow, your hair is so pretty. Eggs. And Bella would have been like, my mm-hmm. strawberry. Sh- she thinks I smell okay. good. It would have been a, a completely different story. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Uh, somebody write that for me. Okay. Edward extends the offer to both Leah and Seth as well. And Jacob's like, yeah, okay. But Edward's like, hold on. Leah hates us. So you have to tell it to her in a way that she might actually consider it. And Jacob's like, okay, bye. I'm just mad that they won't even. Okay. What happened to them in their past that makes them not even want to accept designer clothes? (laughs) Because that's where that's where it crosses the line into just being stupid. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) because Edward's like we can help you with anything that you need we don't ever repeat outfits we have 
all of our wardrobe is at your disposal. We have a million cars. We can buy you a new car if you want one. If you need to shower, we have a functioning house. Like, please use all these things that we do not need. Well, and I don't. I don't think that Jacob is being purely stupid. I think that there's something in his head where he's like, nope, this is just my fate. And I don't des- like don't even deserve any of these things because I left the pack or whatever. Like I made the hard choice and now I have to live with my right? consequences Which kind is of a thing. So like that's a trauma response. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those... Okay. Okay. Jacob can tell that as Edward's saying this, he like really means it and they really do feel bad. So he's like, well, tell Esme thank you, but we run through the river a few times, so we're clean. (laughs) Gross. And Edward's like, okay, bye. (laughs) As Jacob goes to leave, they hear Bella cry out from inside and... Jacob turns to go back in and Edward is already gone. Well, yeah, you know it's got to be bad if Bella actually makes a sound. Yes. So then Jacob, on his last remaining fumes, walks back up the porch (laughs) and into the house. Everybody's crowded around Bella, except for Alice, who is at the top of the stairs. And he can see that she is holding her hands to her head. Bella's like, I'm okay. I just need a second. But Carlisle's like, no, I heard something crack. And she's like... Oh, it was probably just a rib. No biggie. I've got so many of them. Poke, poke, poke. Oh, yeah, this one (laughs) right here hurts real bad. (laughs) Jacob, of course, is so mad that it is now breaking Bella from the inside. He's going to rip it out of her. Carlyle wants to do an x-ray to make sure the broken rib isn't going to damage anything else, which Bella agrees to. So Rosalie swoops her up. Um, and carries her upstairs. And Jacob points out that now that Bella is stronger, the thing is too. Jacob points out that it's very impressive that they have both a blood bank and an x-ray machine at their (laughs) house. And he has now reached the very end of his rope, so he just slides down onto the ground, puts his nose towards the open door, and goes to fall asleep. (laughs) Just when Alice comes over. And this is the first we've seen of Alice since the wedding, basically, yeah, honestly. It's been way too long. And she comes over and she's like, do you want a pillow? And he's like, no. And she's like, you look uncomfortable. He's like, yeah. Well, He goes, what was with the pushy hospitality? It was creeping me out. And you know what, Jacob? I'm going to be your therapist here. It is very difficult to accept kindness when you're not used to it or you don't think you deserve it. But you do. <laughs> you can have a pillow. Take a freaking pillow. It's okay. And then Jacob asks Alice why she isn't with the rest of them. And she tells him that she has a headache. And he looks over at her and he says that she's the size of one of his arms. <laughs> and he's like, how how can a vampire have a headache? And she's like, well, not the normal vampires. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, then how come you haven't been hanging out with Bella anymore? It's weird that you are never around Bella. I thought you two were besties. And she's like, I have a headache and he's like Bella is your headache and she's like Bella is my headache and Jacob's like I do not want to figure this out good night again but then Alice continues and says it's not Bella it's the fetus and he's like aha a fellow fetus in he's like oh my god I hate it too Mm -hmm. sits up scoots in real close (laughs) she tells him that she can't see it and it's It reminds her of Jacob in that way. And he's like, ew, don't call me anything like that thing. But she says that Bella gets in the way. And so she 
can still kind of see Bella, but it's really fuzzy and it's hard to concentrate on and it's giving her a vampire headache if she tries for more than a couple minutes. But when she first decided to keep the baby, Bella completely disappeared. So then she goes, it's nice to have you here because you just block everything out and uh, no more headache. And he's like, okay, well happy to help and then Alice continues and she's like I wonder what you guys have in common you and the fetus and Jacob almost rips her face off and he's like absolutely nothing we have nothing in common and she's like well obviously you have something in common she asks if he minds if she sits by him he says no and she says thank you and then she goes to continue the conversation and he's like can you stop I'm trying to sleep and she just shuts up (laughs) she's just lonely she is she hasn't been able to hang out with Bella for so long it's interesting that this is something that's happening to Alice that Jasper can't like override oh yeah the anxiety the headache the Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. Like the focusing? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure he's like, no headache yeah. to her, but it's Aww. like not working. He's trying so hard. You know he is. Yeah. So mm. I bet Jasper's also upset that he can't help Alice. Oh, yeah. So I bet she is pretty lonely. Yep. So then we get a Jacob dream, and a Jacob dream is much less interesting than a Bella dream. <laughs> he dreams about how thirsty he is, and he finds this really big glass of cold water, and he goes to drink it, but it's bleach, and he chokes, and then he wakes up, and he's like, aha, someone put a pillow under my head. Rude. (laughs) Probably they were just trying to be nice, or were they? (laughs) They were probably trying to give me a dream about bleach. (laughs) Uh, He has no idea how long he's been asleep. Rosalie is like, thank God the chainsaw impersonation was getting a little tired. Jacob sits up. Then he can suddenly smell bacon and cinnamon. And he's like, okay, things aren't so bad. He looks over and Bella is now sitting in the on the couch with Rosalie and Edward. And he notices how weird it is that they can just touch her. I just don't have any... <laughs> There aren't any. Any more explanations there for the things Jacob explanations says. for anything he does. <laughs> Alice is also there, and she looks much happier, and oh, I see why Seth is here. <laughs> Aww. Really cute. He has a huge plate of food. Jacob is like, what is happening? So Edward's like, he came over to find you. Esme told him to stay for breakfast. And Seth is like, yeah, I was just checking in because you never phased back. And Leah got worried. And I just told her you probably fell asleep. And then I came over and they had all this food. And whoa, Edward, you're a great cook. (laughs) I love Seth. So cute. Edward says, thank you. And those It's all those cooking shows and the practice. He's so sweet. While Jacob's looking over, he notices that Seth's arm is touching Bella's arm and he wants to rip it off (laughs) and Edward's like Bella just got cold and he's like I guess it's none of my business if if Seth gets to touch her as well oh my gosh go home go to your tree (laughs) (sighs) anyway so Jacob gets up and he's like so is Leah keeping watch and Seth says yes that Leah took over for him at midnight and she'll howl if anything happens see Seth has um, grown up with more love in his life than Jacob has. That's why he's not annoying like Jacob. <laughs> That's true. 
And so then Jacob's like, wait, it's past midnight. And Seth is like, it's almost dawn. And Jacob's like, okay, I slept for like 24 hours then. Sorry. But Seth doesn't mind. He's proud that he ran for 12 hours straight and tells Jacob that he's not a machine. Good grief. Jacob notices how pink Bella's lips are and how she looks shinier. <laughs> Emily's like pure unadulterated annoyance with this is so delightful. <laughs> he asks her about her rib. She tells him that Carlisle uh, taped it up. She doesn't feel it. It's fine. Edward knows that that is a lie. And he asks what's for breakfast, O negative or AB positive. And she's like, omelets, hides <laughs> cup of blood. <laughs> this is Edward's. <laughs> cool <laughs> Seth tells Jacob to go eat there's a bunch of food in the kitchen and Jacob does want it but he's like well what's Leah eating and he's like hey I took her food before I ate but she said she'd rather eat roadkill but you gotta try these cinnamon rolls <laughs> Jacob's like no I'll just go hunt with her then bye but then Carlo's like a moment Jacob <laughs> he's like oh He's irresistible. All right. What do you want to talk about, Carlisle? (laughs) So he comes over and Esme follows him. He's like, since you brought up hunting, we need to figure this out because all of us need to also go hunting. And we're not sure what is happening with the treaty and like what your truce is or whatever. So what do you think we should do? And Jacob's like, did he just ask me for my opinion? Why I never... (laughs) Well, doctor. (laughs) So he's like, okay, well, Sam has calmed down a little bit. I'm pretty sure he feels like the treaty is void. They're not going to be asking questions if they feel like anybody's in real danger. But he only has so many people and they're definitely going to be sticking in the push. And I don't think he would make the choice to split them up in order to go very far away from the bush. So Jacob's advice is to go out all together just in case and during the daytime because we would expect you to go at night but with all your traditional vampireness. Yeah well okay so maybe he's finally a little bit realizing they're just like not traditional vampires. Duh 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 duh. duh. <laughs> so then Carlisle's like, "Are we gonna leave Bella behind then?" In in this scenario, and Jake's like, "Of course not. We can take care of her." <laughs> Hello. Um, but then Carlisle's like, "No, you're not gonna fight against them." And Jacob's like, "It would be hard, but I would do it." Jacob's like, "I could kick their ass, okay, doctor." I ha- I we do it all the time. Anyway. <laughs> And Carlisle's like, no, not, hey, that's not what I mean. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be the cause of something happening between between you guys. And Jacob's still like, it's fine, it would be our fault, whatever. But Carlisle's like, I'm not going to put you in a situation that would require that. So let's just go out three at a time. Besides, we have Edward and Alice. It'll be okay. So then Jacob's like, okay, Seth, come back at dusk get a nap in at some point and Seth's like okay no problem but uh Bella do you still need me here and he's like she has blankets (laughs) go away (laughs) and then Esme comes over and she steps behind Carlisle and kind of peeks over at Jacob calls his name and she's like I know you guys don't want to eat here because it doesn't smell good um but I packed this up for you and I tried to touch it as little as I could 
And also, can you take this to Leah? Oh, she's, listen to what she says. She goes, I know you can't go home and that's because of us. Well, that's very generous and like such an Esme thing to say, but it is not because of them. It's because of the weird, stupid rules of the pack that don't make any sense true i hate it yep. again uh, this chapter this like this episode is just called i hate it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so jacob takes the food fully intending to just dump it under a tree but he doesn't want to make esme feel bad and then he thinks to edward don't even don't tell her <laughs> that Aww. i just thought that um <laughs> i want her to think that we took it so Esme's like, thank you. And she smiles at him. And he's like, how does she have dimples? <laughs> and then he, he says thank you to her. And he turns to leave. And he's like, the problem with hanging out with vampires is you get used to them. And they start messing up the way you see the world. Is this a commentary on bigotry and racism? I think so. I think so, too. It's like the more you get to know Mm -hmm. a person or a group of people or anything, fill in the blank that's different from you and you understand it and then it's not so scary. It's not a bad thing. (laughs) It feels so good. Thank you, Stephanie Meyer. (laughs) Um, Then Bella's like, are you going to come back later? And Jacob's like, I don't know. And she goes... Please, I might get cold. <laughs> Bella, stop it. Shut up. He says, maybe then. Esme tells Jacob that she's also left the clothes on the porch for Leah. She tried not to touch them. Can you also take those? He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> Runs away. <laughs> Two things. Bella, that is obnoxious. Like, she does not need to keep asking him to come back and come back and come back and come back when it's obviously hard for him. He also has a job to do. So she's taking him away from his duty or whatever. So it is annoying. And I wonder if she's feeling that same pull that he's feeling. So he's feeling like, oh, my gosh, I cannot, no matter how hard I try, stay away from this freaking disgusting living room. And she's probably like, oh my gosh, if he leaves, I might never see him again. Oh my gosh, if he leaves, are you like, are you going to come back? So they're both like scared, but it's like, Bella, don't do that thing. Because mm-hmm. that just doesn't That's help. what he accuses you of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it hasn't been true. So mm-hmm. you need to, you know this about him already. You need to be more aware yeah. of how the things that you say and what you intend are not read that way nope. by him. Yeah, it's hurtful. Yeah. And then at the end when he goes... And then I ducked out of the door before anyone could guilt me into anything else. Oh, dang. Yo. This End is of chapter. Rough. You guys, I am pleased to announce we only have three more Jacob chapters left. <laughs> Happy three chapters left Thank day. you. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say about this i don't know and if i do guess what we can say it on our patreon only bonus ode which we're gonna go record right now heck yeah so if you want to listen to it join us on patreon uh thank you for listening thank you for joining us and being the wonderful um supportive listeners that you are we wouldn't be here without you and we appreciate you and remember take the designer clothes (laughs) love you guys bye bye You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at Remember Twilight Podcast at gmail.com. 
send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.